Give me that countryside. Friday here, Mike Church Show. This is an extension, but standalone here. Free Farm Friday episodes available at crusadechannel.com in the podcast section. Yes, you can find all the other previous ones still available at crusademax.com as well, but the new ones go up at uh, crusadechannel.com. And of course, uh, we will be joined by one of our master farmers. Brian Koch of Wharton, Texas. Mitter Monday is at some woodworking throwback show in uh, Williamsburg, Virginia, he said. Um, and I uh, would, would have to look it up because I've been unfamiliar with the show, but it looked kind of interesting here. And, of course, your comments and questions uh, on any uh, subject about growing food, transporting food, seed food, you name it, stuff not to eat. There's a funny, Maggie, let's start off with the South Park bit about the food pyramid. This is... <laughs> All right, this is funny. This is very funny. Uh, Mitter Monday says he is at the 26th annual Wood Working Wood in the 18th Century Conference at Colonial Williamsburg here. Brian, let's talk about the food pyramid for a moment. Here you go. It's dinner time on the East Coast in less than an hour. People are going to die. Sir, we've got a boy on the hotline who says he might know something. Who is this? My name isn't important. What matters is that the answer is in the pyramid. Pyramid? That's ancient stuff you're talking about. Are you sure? Bring up the pyramid. But what is it? What is it for? We built the pyramid a long time ago to illustrate how much people should eat of the four basic food groups. Sir, we abandoned the pyramid when Michelle Obama got involved. The pyramid doesn't work. We've already tried it. It's upside down. What? Sir, the pyramid is upside down. Turn the pyramid upside down. You can't be serious. That would put butter and fat at the top Flip of the... Flip the damn food pyramid! This is not FDA approved! It's <laughs> dinner time on the East Coast in ten minutes. Now do it! Sir, we've got a match. Nutrition is stabilizing! We've got a well-balanced vaccine, sir! Get the president on the phone. Tell him to have some steak with his butter. Tell him to have some steak with his butter. <laughs> so flip the food pyramid, our topic for the day. Brian, uh, you're already very well along the way and very uh, skilled and experienced at flipping the food pyramid. Yeah, I uh, actually uh, built 
put some bricks in my food pyramid last weekend. I made 100 pounds of sausage and turned out really nicely and it's so good. And I'm going to add to more to it this weekend. Uh, got the nice weather coming up, smoking some bacon. So just really uh, flipping that food pyramid over here. <laughs> You know, it was a, um, uh, I saw it last week. Maybe Maggie can find the uh, video. I saw it two weeks ago. The, um, the, uh, the Mises Institute had put out a, they were doing a series on food and food safety. And oh, here it is. New video, how the state made kids fat. <laughs> it's the title of the video, and uh, now, but it's not what people think, because I'm watching the video and it gives a history of the food pyramid, and the fact that it was um, uh, it, it was the product of the, the, the it was it was the USDA's idea. And somebody said that, you know, we ought to turn this thing into something that everyone can understand and that all Americans can memorize. So somebody came over there, well, everybody knows what a pyramid is, so they made this thing called a food pyramid. And in the food pyramid, of course, you know, they put things that are supposed to be, uh, um, uh, here it is, uh, they're supposed to be good for you. They put them at the, at the bottom and uh, at, the, uh, at, the, at the bottom where the fattest part of the pyramid is. And the things that are evil and are bad for you, they put at the top. So they put steak and butter and animal fats at the top, telling people, no, whatever you do, don't eat that. Oh, no, not that. Yes, that. And at the bottom, they put carbs. Carbs and sugar. There was a very interesting video here. Um, Maggie, let me send this link to you. You can... No, let me go back one. Um, it's very interesting... Um, of course, I have one of these five billion character long um, uh, 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 video links here because they want to make sure that whoever sent it gets credit so they get a freaking commission. That's the video. Um, and it, it's all about the story of the food pyramid. Brian, do, do you know, did you know that the food pyramid was actually invented uh, after the uh, the SNAP program came out? And uh, so the SNAP program started in 1974. In 1992, the Department of Agriculture unveiled uh, what would become the most recognizable image in all of nutrition, the food pyramid. Did you know that? I, I remember when it came out. And, you know, I was junior high, high school that time. and But I, I do remember that. And uh, it was funny because, you know, there was, you know, the, the carbs, the starches and everything they put at the, at the bottom. I mean, you go down the grocery store aisle and so things like Fruit Loops and Fruity Pebbles and these things were, quote, unquote, good for you. But then you actually dig into it and look at the actual sugar content of them, and we wonder why we have an obesity problem. So, I, but yes, I. I, I, I so they say, um, okay, in 1992, the Department of Agriculture unveiled what would become the most recognizable image in nutrition, the food pyramid. 
In some respects, this image, which cost taxpayers a million dollars, is among the most successful government initiatives in the history of Earth. And now you think about this, everyone knows what the danged food pyramid is, don't they? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can stick it on anything, and it's, it's recognizable. People, oh, yeah, you know, I mean, there's no, it's, it's kind of a staple, I guess, if you will, of, of American life, so... Yeah, but what if they got it wrong? Just like with, with the corona doom, everything these people touch, it turns to poop. And they got it wrong. So the story goes this, uh, and again, this is from the Mises Institute. Um, uh, a decade after it was unveiled, a Gallup survey, all of you listeners out there in, uh, in uh, Crusader land, go to the Crusade Channel chat room. You can get the link to the video that I'm talking about, picture, because people like in pictures of the food pyramid, at crusadechannel.com forward slash chat. A decade after it was unveiled, a Gallup survey found that 82% of Americans believed the pyramid was the key to healthy eating. Parents across the country looked to it as a guide to feeding their children. No wonder they all became little, unglorious, fat bastards. Because they had the food pyramid as their guide and it was completely and totally backwards. You know, the Mises Institute says it tells, what, tells us what we already knew. Yet obesity rates continue to climb, so where did the food pyramid go wrong? Uh, well, there's a little bit more history about it here, but just think about that. So when we talk about, well, would we be able to change Marrakin's eating habits to get back to natural, organic, regenerative process uh, generated or, 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 or grown locally and regionally at the worst kind of food. Well, Brian, it would seem to me that if the government was truly on our side, all the government would have to do was reverse the food pyramid and put an emphasis on truly organic and locally grown and sourced uh, uh, items for, for your diet and uh, that the government could actually accomplish this. Yeah, well, the problem is, and what, what, what's one of, one of our key phrases? Follow the money. Follow the money. Look at where sub, a lot of subsidies go to. Uh, sugar, you know, sugar, you know, sugar cane, is, get, get, uh, probably sugar beets get a lot of subsidies. Corn, uh, on a lesser extent, you know, well, you still get soybeans and cotton stuff, but you know, think about corn. You know, that's where the bulk of our sweeteners come from is corn and, and cane, cane sugar and, and sugar beet. Right. Well, the government, since they're funding it, well, they want they want to make sure that the money they're spending is getting out in front of us. And, you know, I, I remember, like, you know, jogging my memory back to when the food pyramid came out, you know, you'd go to the nurse's office. And the food pyramid was on the nurse's office. You know, you're trying to get pretend you're sick to play hooky from school. Well, you see the food pyramid too. So, <laughs> you know, it's, you it's go you, you go to check out of school. Watch watch bar three on the food pyramid, young Mister Brian. <laughs> yeah. uh, that, that, that's to me. That's the fish. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you eat those honey smacks before you so it says, uh, take two of those and call me in the morning. So. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's, 
it's and, and and I think it's it's this um, anytime we uh, talk about this and talk about big ag and everything, it's it's always follow the money and there's always a subsidy tied to uh, the you know a word you used earlier in the, in the show about visceral. You know, it's a visceral reaction right. to locally grown food. I mean, I'm I recently work. I can't reveal too many details about it, but uh, just because there's, it's, you know, landowner privacy and stuff, but basically pastured hogs uh, to a lot of these big farmers is, is just is heresy. You know, someone can't set up a fence and, and raise hogs on pasture. No, they have to be on concrete. They have to be fed, you know, force-fed as much grain as possible, you know, all this other stuff. And, you know, there's there's all this animus against this guy who wants to actually raise pigs naturally. And then you drive by the place, and he's got more grass than these guys getting all this money, you know, to, to, to farm or ranch like crap. And, you know, this guy's not getting any subsidies or anything, and, and uh, he's probably going to be more profitable because he's providing a product that's wanted and, and more nutritious and stuff. So there's even, you know... These, you know, a lot of these people that are against these these smaller guys. So it's it's, it's an ongoing battle, and you know, the, the indoctrination of you know, it's it's not only the food pyramid, but it's also the the idea that we have to feed the world, you know, and all all these other things, and that that all feeds into why we can't, you know, why we can't get healthier food. There was it's actually uh. uh me being the mean guy, I saw you know I saw a very interesting one. I may have even shared it in the free farm chat, but it's like you know regular you know Americans. Hey, we want healthier food. Okay, uh, the those in charge. Well, you got to pay more for it. You know, so or, or we want food that doesn't have poisons. Oh, you're going to have to pay more for it. Well, all those poisons are extra ingredients for inputs. It's input intensive. The reason it's cheaper again, we and we've talked about this before. Subsidy. So, you know, I, I think I think money has I, I, I think money has the biggest thing to do with with why we're in the situation we're in because we're we're paying for this for all you know we're already paying for it through our tax dollars paying for subsidies and then when we go to the grocery store oh food is cheap well the reason it's cheap is because you already paid for it and we have you know there's those connections. Yeah, and there and there's more to it than uh, to the story than than I'm leading on here. Uh, but there's something else that's going on out here. Uh, Free Farm Friday here. Mike Churchill, my special guest, as always, uh, Brian Koch, our, uh, our biologist from Wharton, Texas. I don't know if you saw this, Maggie. Did you see this video? Of this woman. I watched this video, and I just wanted to go, literally, play like a chick and crawl up in a ball and cry. I watched this video of this woman on TikTok. It had 11 million views. She's going on, oh, this is the perfect perfect meal for your children, and I'm going to show you how to make the perfect meal from your children with almost no work for you. It's so easy. She had eight containers, large containers of McDonald's French fries. She had four containers of McDonald's uh, McNuggets. She had a bag of tater tots. She had 12 slices of processed cheese. And then I forget, oh, she had the chicken nuggets, the tater tots. Anyway, so she takes flour, okay, flour tortillas, 
lays them out in his pan, and then takes eight boxes or, or, or large containers of McDonald's fries and dumps them. That's the base of the whole thing. Then on top of that, she pours, uh, she puts, a, I want to say it was the fries. Then it was two, then it was, uh, two bags of processed uh, uh, chicken, chicken nuggets. She put that on there. Then it was another, uh, it was a, a, a ginormous bag of Orida processed uh, tater tots. You, what, you, you didn't see it or you see it? It was on Twata, I saw it. As a matter of fact, it was so gross, I, I couldn't even bear the thought of forwarding it. Um, and then she puts another round of McDonald's french fries on top of it. And then she puts eight slices or 12 slices a uh, processed imitation cheese crab, you know, the kind you use on a sandwich that comes in the little plastic wrappers. And she takes that, and then she uh, she folds the tortilla tops over, and then she bakes it in the oven, and then she cuts a piece of it open, and she goes, oh, and then she holds the cross-section up the camera. Doesn't this look like the most yummy, wonderful meal for your children? I'm going like, no! <laughs> that is, you, 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 you might as well get a freaking vat of, a, a box of rat poison out and feed them to it. But this is the mentality because it was so easy to make and I didn't have to spend an hour in the kitchen slaving over the stove to make my little darlings a meal. Well, convenience kills. I mean, I, 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 I know, you know, I've said get comfortable in and comfortable. And, and all this stuff, but I mean, if you really want, and we all know this, you know, we all, uh, I think majority of people listening live by this. You know, if you want something good, no matter what it is, you got to work for it. You got to put in effort and stuff. That I means that right there is just it's lazy. And, you know, I, I you know, this is my experience, you know, I've, well, you know, my wife, five kids and everything. There's a lot of things, you know. It's, you have a family? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get, Tommy, get out of here. You get, you, get, you get done at the end of the day, you're tired. But it means you did something. You know, it means you, you were productive and stuff. And, you know, people tell me all the time, you work so hard. You know, why do you work so hard? Because it's worth it, you know. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to beat my kids McDonald's, you know, I just, I, I've made that stand and I'm not going to do it. And it, it's not going to, you know, it's, it, it's not even considered a treat that we, you know, we drive by McDonald's and the kids are like, that's just, you know, they just, it, they're, they're repulsed by it because they know good food. I mean, it, it just, it, it's, but you know, it's, it's something that has to be taught. And yeah. And to them, it's not good. <laughs> to, to, yeah. to your kids, they go, "Ooh, gross, McDonald's." <laughs> oh yeah, it, even even now when I eat stuff out of you know certain, it's just like it's, it's like this is this is not really that good, and you can you can you can taste the difference in, in, in quality. I mean, you know, last, last night I was at a banquet and stuff, and it was barbecue, you know, it was brisket and sausage and and stuff, and it. The food was good because it was a you know it was it was, it was homemade and everything or you know homemade to, to a point you know but still you know it it wasn't it, it still didn't hit like something you know I would or I go to like like one of my brother barbecues and stuff and it's so good you know it's just it's just you know there's it, you can tell there's 
still something, you know, missing from that. So I, I don't know. I, I, I think, uh, you know, we, we, and, and the one reason they put so much sugar in the food is because it, it's, it's, everything is bland and flavorless. I mean, have you ever, you know, eaten, uh, corn, you know, dead corn by itself, you know, you know, taking a corn and just the corn kernel and just eating it, it's, it's pretty tasteless, you know, it's, you know, it's, but, you know, you add, you add the sugar and everything else to it and, and it, you know, turn it into a cookie or whatever and then, you know, it, it becomes more palatable. But, uh, anyway, it just, I'm, I'm ranting now. So, <laughs> well, I, I, I want to go back to the Mises Institute and uh, and and the study here because I hadn't heard um, of most of what they. Um, uh, uh, I didn't know about George McGovern. Didn't know about the um, uh, the. Uh, uh, that that in 1974 that they began this stuff with uh, this uh, a, attempt to make a national nutrition program, and they said, "Oh, here it is." In the 1960s, Senator George McGovern spearheaded the Committee on Nutrition and Human Needs to tackle America's hunger problem. The original purpose was to expand food assistance programs, but in 1974, McGovern expanded the committee's efforts not to to not uh, to not only malnutrition but to also to, uh, overeating. Three years later, the committee published its dietary goals for the United States. Now, listen to this: at the time, obesity rates hovered around 10% among adults and 5% for children. McGovern hoped his report would help reduce these figures by encouraging low-fat, high-carbohydrate diets. Now, who? <laughs> I just have to ask the question. Does, does anyone know who the quack was that said to increase high-carb diets and replace high-carbs, replace uh, fats, naturally occurring animal fats, with high carbohydrates? Whose stupid idea was that? Well, it was probably the doctor who got the biggest government uh, uh, contract for a study on that. Well, I mean, that, I mean that's again, follow the money. <laughs> well, th this can. He got paid to say what the government wanted him to say. Well, well, then at that time, then then the federal government had never done this before. They started publishing nutritional guidelines, and in between 1968, when McGovern hatched the idea, in 1980, obesity rates doubled. Exactly. Doubled. <laughs> but but that didn't stop them. They go, no, no, we just didn't get the formula right. No, you dumbass, you inverted the curve. Like the communists who say we don't get, we never got communism right. We'll get it right this time. That's right. Uh, Nikki Haley and Biden and all the rest of them will figure it out. Okay, Maggie, uh, we found the video here. It's a TikTok video. Easiest kid meals the whole family will love. Now, Maggie, you love mac and cheese. You look at that cross section of that thing. Does that look appetizing to you? No, it looks absolutely disgusting. And that's, it, that's child abuse right there. Yeah, it, it takes. Okay, I forgot, Brian. The Mac. There's. Is there audio? Can you hear her while she's making it? Here. Whole family will love. I'm spread your McDonald's fries out. Just a thin layer, so you can still see the tortilla underneath. I'm gonna take your mac and cheese. Mac and, and cheese. I forgot. Right on top. 
I like to use the Velveeta mac and cheese because I think it tastes better. Uh, completely That's processed fries, crap. mac and cheese, tortillas, yum. Then take your favorite chicken nuggets. These ones are mine. These are shaped like Mickey. Your favorite chicken nuggets. Dump the whole bag. Yep, that's perfect. Oh, layer, that's perfect. Fries. Um, also, did you know that McDonald's fries cost $17 these days? That's crazy. That's the craziest thing I've ever heard. Why are you buying? I'm going to take your tater tots and also add those. There, that's perfect. Perfect. Then you're going to take your slices of American cheese and you're just going to place them just like that. So obviously make sure you get the plastic wrapper off. So some people are gonna say, who do you make this for? Well, I make this for children. Oh my Lord, make it, make it, stop, 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 make it stop. So uh, Brian, I forgot, the, uh, I forgot the mac and cheese layer, my bad. Dang. That I makes mean, it all that, stick that's together. A, that's a game changer because I like it now. <laughs> <laughs> Look, she didn't just go for any any garden variety mac and cheese either. She had to go for the uh, the, the the heavy duty, all processed. There's no cheese in it. Velveeta. Mm. Yeah, when she said Velveeta, I said, "Lady, I thought you said cheese." <laughs> <laughs> what is in El What what is Velveeta? Does anyone know? I think it's uh, highly processed vegetable oil. Yeah, with uh, with something in it to make it yellow and to make a taste or look like cheese. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure someone could pull up the ingredients and put it in the chat. So I'm driving or I will. Well, no, no. You know, ladies and gentlemen that are listening to it, whatever you do, do not put the ingredients. I'm doing it right now. And Maggie's doing it. <laughs> what's in Velveeta? Because if we find out what's in it, someone, you go to somebody's house, they're like, ooh, I have Velveeta mac and cheese. Uh, all right, here's what's in it. Oh, you you want to do it? You do it. Okay, here's what's in it. Whey, milk supposedly, milk protein concentrate, modified starch, canola oil, and cheese culture. What is cheese culture? Brian? Is cheese culture, that's, that, that's the enzyme that's used to turn goat's milk and, and make it start eating itself into cheese? I, I, that sounds right. That's horrible. It's not Western culture. But. It's not Western culture. <laughs> I, no. Sorry. It's funny is one of the top questions whenever I typed in what Velveeta cheese was made of. It's like, is it legally a cheese? No, it's not legally a cheese. It's processed. It's not even considered cheese because there's no cheese in it. Like it's doesn't have enough dairy in it to be considered cheese. Okay, so uh, okay, so the, uh, the the nutritional guidelines then convinced Surgeon General C. Everett Koop to publish his own report on nutrition and health modeled after the Health Department's 1964 stu study publicizing the dangers of cigarettes. The key to the anti-smoking campaign had been the agency's marketing strategy. So Koop enlisted the DOA, Department of Agriculture, to help distill McGovern's recommendations into a simple graphic. Uh, unlike cigarettes, however, dietary guidelines could hardly follow the straightforward formula of telling people not to smoke. Blah, 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 blah. So then they settled on the idea of a pyramid. The base of the pyramid representing the largest portion of a healthy diet was reserved for car heavy. They got this thing absolutely wrong upside down. 
And obesity rates have now more than tripled in the United States since the McGovern report was published. Uh, and yet, they, Brian, they just keep on. They keep on. So that means that obesity rates for children, and by the way, I think that this is actually short, are 15% now if they have tripled. But I think I saw that the obesity rate for children was somewhere in the mid-30s. Yeah, yeah. And, and Mike, while we're talking about children, you know, you've been around my children and seen them eat. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do they look obese? Mm-hmm. No, and they never stop eating. <laughs> they, I mean, there is, I mean, happy plate is easy at my house. I mean, seriously. So, but we're not feeding them junk, you know, and, and you know, they, they need that nutrition, not only for their bodily growth, but they need it for their brain growth. You know, they need that gray matter. That's what builds your gray matter. And we, you know, we, I, you know, diet is, I think, usually connected to our intellectual downfall, too. Because look how, I mean, it, it just, it's that critical period when your need to build not only the physical part of your body, but the, you know, your brain and stuff, it's, it's, it, it's deficient. And, you know, Maggie said earlier, child abuse, that's what it is. You know, it's uh, uh, while you're speaking about child uh, about children's nutrition, one of the things that pediatricians and medical society, while it was still kind of pretending pretending like it cared for humans, was discovering is that in m- many cases of children that were born uh, developmentally challenged, if you will, they were finding out that it, that the mothers had very low levels of folic acid in their uh, in, in, in their blood and when they would test it. And so the further study showed then that folic acid, especially for pregnant women, is necessary for brain development. You need it. You know if you don't you're not getting enough folic acid, just a very good chance your, your child's noggin is going to be uh, not what it could be. Um, but now they have subsequently discovered that folic acid is also necessary as a child grows and even for adults, that cognitive functions require folic acid. Now, this is interesting. Brian, what food do we get folic acid from? Fried uh, meat, dairy, uh, you know, all your, fat, you know, your good fat, you know, that's, that's, that's what I'm trying to write off the top of my head that's what i remember you also get it from greens good heavy yeah from leafy green vegetables beans peas and some fruit so so if you and people go like what i'm supposed to in other words half a healthy baby no you want cows that were eating greens the cows eat the greens they internalize the folic acid it goes into their muscles and then it's in the meat so, you know, like Katie Beeman will tell you and others, if you go on the, carni- uh, the carnivore diet, the guy goes, no, you're getting plenty of vegetables through the meat if you eat grass-fed beef. You have to, you have to eat pastured meat. Yep. I mean, it's just that, and, and if, if you're not, I mean, you're, you're missing out on that. Right, and, right. I mean, I, I, get, I mean, we eat a lot of greens. And I, but I get, I always get kickback. You know, I'll post a picture of food, and there's a lot of green. That's too much green on your plate. Well, you know, 
okay, you know, it's, it's, it's good for me. You know, I'm, I'm not eating just because it's good, but I, I want to eat because, you know, I want it nutritious, too. It's, it's the, you know, it's, it's the battle, you know, it's, and, you know, we, we are, have been taught. But, but again, you know, when you had higher meat-based uh, diet, uh, you had more pastured meats available. And you didn't have the big feedlots and stuff, again, tied to subsidies. So, you know, it's, 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 yeah, it's all this stuff, you know, and you, you tie it, tie it back to the dollar. And I, I think, you know, once we, again, get out of that system or, or get as far away from that system as possible, you know, we're, we're not going to see, you know, we're not going to see healthy people.